Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have one of the top podcasters on planet Earth on the show today, Mr. John Lee Dumas. So stay with us. And we're back. Let me bring Mr. JLD on. John, welcome to the show. Ken, I'm ready to break through that wall right there just because <laughs> I am so on fire to be hanging out with you today. Dude, I, I, I am so honored. You're like you're like a god in the podcasting world and 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 wow. Well, thank you. I mean, I really do like to just kind of reiterate that there's so much value in the first mover advantage. And, you know, that was honestly my thing when it came to podcasting was I was just the first person that said, you know what, I'm going to do a seven day a week show interviewing the world's most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. And it's not going to be good when I start because I'm not going to be good, but I'm just going to keep doing it every single day. And honestly, like I have no communication background, no broadcasting skills. I just put in the reps. I did every single day. And that first mover advantage, along with being consistent every single day, now over 3000 of those interviews have been published to the world. You know, here I am getting to talk with a guy like you. I mean, life is good. <laughs> Jeez, dude, I, I'm, you know, so, so I started this show about two and a half years ago. Um, I used to have a show on Grant Cardone TV on his network. And and so I kind of cut my teeth, so to speak, with that. And and then I, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and do my show. And and I, I'm with you, man. I, I it it sucked at first. It was really bad. And and I look I and I'm sure you've looked back at your 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 first episodes and went, my gosh. Worthy. And you know, it's so important. <laughs> to never compare your today with somebody's five years ago or my yeah. eight years ago and right. 3000 episodes ago. I mean, I run the biggest podcasting community in the world, Podcasters Paradise. And when people join, one of their first things is, John, like I'm so intimidated to launch an interview-based podcast because I'm, no, I'm not anywhere near as good as you are at interviewing people. And I'm like, you're comparing like your today with like, with my today, like uh, yeah. years ago is when I started. I mean, it's yeah. insane. So, I mean, everybody starts from scratch. We start from somewhere and we just get a little bit better every single day that we do this. And that's where the mentality has to be. Why don't we, why, why don't you start out with maybe sharing with the audience where you started? Where were you born and raised? Born and raised in the great state of Maine. Our motto is the way life should be, which by the way, is only during the months of like June and July. Otherwise, <laughs> it's either too wet or too cold or whatever it is. But I mean, honestly, the, the autumns in Maine are amazing with our leaves changing colors. And, um, you know, I, I grew up um, being within driving distance to my family's ski on ski off uh, condo. So even during the cold, wet, snowy winters, you know, we were having fun skiing and doing all the things. And you just, you know, you just don't know any better as a kid. And like, I, I kind of say that half jokingly, but now as I'm speaking, I live in Puerto Rico and I have for four years. So now like this Caribbean lifestyle has completely become 
like my absolute like necessity. Like, like this is where I need to live. Um, I'm happy to visit the cold places, but only to do things like ski and things along those lines for sure, or visit, visit family. But it's kind of crazy. Like my family seems to be coming down here every other month to spend longer and longer periods of time. Like my mother actually just bought a place down the street from me about eight months ago. She's here right now downstairs as I'm, as wow. I'm hanging out. But yeah, I grew up in Maine. That was where I spent the first 18 years of my life. And I went to college on an army scholarship uh, to a small school in Rhode Island called Providence College, great basketball school in the Big East. And wow. after I graduated college, it was um, eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army. So that was most of my 20s was wow. being in the army did a 13 month tour in Iraq as an armor officer, which meant that I was in charge of four tanks and 16 men in Iraq during a war. And, you know, I mean, not to kind of like go a little too off topic here, but I mean, that's one thing I think I'll come back to a couple times in a conversation today is perspective. Like it's all about perspective. Like, listen, Ken, you've had a bad day in the past month. I've had a bad day in the past month, but yeah. none of my bad days even come close to comparing to my bad days in Iraq. I mean, when I was getting shot yeah. and I was having friends injured and even killed in action, I mean, perspective's huge. And, you know, that's why I love the stoic philosophy, which again is something we can get into a little bit later as we dive more in. But yeah, yeah 20s were all about, you know, being an officer in the army. Um, and then I went into the uh, reserves. And during that time, I tried a bunch of things. I was in law school. I went to corporate finance in downtown Boston. I was in commercial real estate, residential real estate, trying to find myself, like trying to find something that I was passionate about that I could get excited about. And that didn't happen, Ken, until I was 32 years old. And that's when I wow. had an idea, which we can talk more detailed about if you like it in the future, um, yeah. about entrepreneurs on fire. And, and I like to kind of just like stop there for a second because I just want people to realize I wasn't born an entrepreneur. I run a show called Entrepreneurs on Fire right now. Are you prepared to ignite? All I do is eat, live, and breathe entrepreneurship today. But for the first 32 years, I was anything but an entrepreneur. I was an officer in the army. I was in corporate, you know, slave. I was all of those things. I wasn't, you know, an entrepreneurial kid. I was like, my parents gave me 20 bucks a, a week. And I was like, that's all I need. Life is great. Let's <laughs> go do this. I didn't sell lemonade or baseball cards or anything. And I was born into being um, an entrepreneur at 32 years old. And so I think it's, it needs to be said to a lot of people that are out there, if you're 20, if you're 40, which I am now, if you're 60 or 80, like, and you haven't been an entrepreneur up to this point, but you're kind of getting excited about entrepreneurship for any number of reasons, especially now that you're, a lot of us are stuck, you know, in a little more of a quarantine world than we were a year ago. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's, it's never a bad time to start First an entrepreneurship journey. I, I, you're not 40. I'm 41. <laughs> no, yeah. Wow. I'm moving to Puerto Rico, man. It's got to be that. Vitamin D, the natural sun. I built yeah. it here in my house. I'm working out every single day. I eat wow. right. Um, and I'm going to live till I'm 140, to be honest, unless I get hit by a bus and then I won't. <laughs> So uh, first, let me say thank you for your service, man. I, yeah, I that, somebody else commented that too. Thank you. I yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. That's uh, my brother was over there in the in the first Gulf War, and yeah. So I get it. So, so well, I don't get it. I've heard How about that. Right. So, um, so you did you along in your twenties until you hit thirty two, 
And I would imagine even when you hit 32 and you just got started with the, the podcast, did you experience some struggles along the way? Man, struggles was my middle name. <laughs> it was just one of these things where I was like unable to wake up in the morning and truly look in the mirror and say, I'm excited about what my day is going to look like today. You know, I was doing what I thought I should do. I was doing what I thought I had to do. Like, you know, I was a, I was a officer in the U S army. Then I was, a, I was a college graduate. So I was, you know, figuring corporate finance was the thing I had to do and should do. And, you know, then in real estate as well, I was like, you know, I think this is where success is. I think it's, this is where money is. I think this is where respect is. I think this is where happiness is. And I'll tell you, there was a quote that really did change my life at 32 years old, which is the year I started Entrepreneurs on Fire. And it's an Albert Einstein quote, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And Ken, it was like mm. Albert reached out from the grave and backslapped me and said, bro, you're just chasing success. You're just chasing money. You're just chasing what you think is happiness and respect. And it shouldn't be a surprise you're getting none of that because you're not being a person of value. You're not providing anything of value to this world. And Albert Einstein was right. And so, Ken, what did I do? I flipped that on his head. And I said, I'm going all in with Albert now. And Albert Einstein told me to become a person of value. How can I become a person of value? Well, <laughs> I did a daily podcast that was free, valuable, and consistent for now five and a half years, seven days a week. That was 2000 days in a row. That was 2000 episodes. And then, and now I'm doing five episodes per week. So I'm still cranking out some massive quantity as we speak. Um, I, upped, I upped it to five days a week starting in 2021 because I'm really ready to uh, crank this up. And dude, it was all about becoming a person of value and creating value for my audience for Fire Nation want to give a shout out to Pat. Thank you for your kind words, brother Jill. Thank you for that as well. Um, that's my wife. That's my wife. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. There's that quote right there. It's an Albert Einstein quote. It's actually uh, really the headliner quotes um, in my book, which I know we'll be talking about in a little bit. Here. Yeah. It is the words that shifted things for me because again, until then I was like, how do I become successful? How do I chase success? And a lot of people yeah. do that today. And guess what? It's nothing wrong with chasing success and wanting success. But for me, I had to sit down and say, well, am I actually providing value on this journey towards success? And the answer for me at the time was no. How do I change that? How about a daily podcast interviewing amazing, successful, smart entrepreneurs that are going to be sharing their value with the world yeah. and all learning at the same time? And that was where the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast launched. And again, 3,000 episodes have been published, 90 million listens, over a million listens a month right now. So it truly has become a media empire strictly from that mindset of how can I provide value to yep. my audience? And here I am. I think you're episode 328 for me, man. And I feel like I got it. But I got to say, like, dude, like it's not people think, oh, you're just getting on and talking to people. There's so much more to it than that. And dude, 328 is a beast. That puts you in the top 1%. Easy, number one. Number two, like you're doing it. We have an hour blocked off right now and we're doing yeah. video. Both of those things are like double, triple, quadruple. I mean, I was doing 15 minutes, quick hitting, power, audio only interviews. I was doing them. 
I had them back to back every 40 minutes. So I was wow. doing 10, 12 a day. I had, I had days for a couple of years in a row where two days per month, this is a true story, two days per month. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate you uh, ordering my book. That's awesome. Amazing bonuses we'll talk about later. Uh, two days per month, I would do back-to-back days of 16 interviews a day. Now, again, I didn't do that for super, super long um, because that was a little much. I did it that yeah. like a year. But again, at the same time, my friends, if you book it, you can make it happen. Because my mindset going into those days, Ken, was, listen, these two days are my Super Bowl. Like the other 28 <laughs> or 29 days of the month, I can I can relax a little bit. I can chill out. I can work on other parts of my business. I can, you know, just not, you know, like be cranking. But these two days, man, boom, boom, back to back, 32 episodes. I'm done for uh, the month. I can put it in. Now, granted, for a longer period of time, I was doing one day per week, eight episodes on every Tuesday. That was my more normal schedule. And again, normal because this was a daily show. So I had to be cranking out seven to eight episodes every single week to keep up with that schedule. But um, I just want people to realize that you can do so much more than you think you can. Uh, if you schedule it, if you batch it. And I love to say this too, when I, when I would wake up in the morning and I would look at those 16 interviews, again, I didn't do that for super long. That was like a year time frame I did it. So like that was like a total of 24 days. Anybody- <laughs> Anybody can do anything for 24 days. Um, but for so for 24 days, I did 16 interviews. So two days a month, 16 interviews each day. Dude, I, that is insane. And I would, <laughs> I would look at my calendar and I'd say, that is insane because it is. I would say, you know what? 6 p.m., it's coming. I know that 6 p.m. is coming one way or the other. And wow. I'm either going to do nothing today or and I'm gonna and 6 p.m. is gonna come, and I'm gonna be like, okay. Time to walk the dog, time to eat dinner, or 6 p.m. is going to come and I'm going to say, okay, time to walk the dog, time to eat dinner. And oh, by the way, I just crushed 16 interviews because I did. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot imagine, man. Like I, I do one of these a day, five yeah. days a week. And sometimes I, I go, oh my God, I've got so many other things popping. How yeah. am I supposed to do this? You know, or things. you wake up and you don't feel good or something, you know. Number one, John Piper, what's up, brother? Thanks for the kind words. Good to see you here. Uh, number two, listen, that's why I never did a show every single day because I knew that there were going to be days I did not feel like doing shows. A hundred percent. And Every now and then I would wake up on my interview day of the week or my interview day of the month. And I wouldn't feel like doing a show, but again, it's my Super Bowl. I had to wake up with the attitude of like, this is the day I've got 16 people or more often again, eight people lined up back to back. I'm just going to get up and crush it. And then I'm going to go and just like relax and I'm going to chill out. I'm going to just do whatever I need to do. But that day was going to end. And again, I wasn't doing these, you know, more in-depth hour, you know, potentially 45 minute to an hour long video interviews like you're doing. So I get that. I couldn't have done that if I was doing this type of thing. Yeah. Audio only, you know, I love it personally. It's my jam because, you know, there's just like right now, you've kind of got to be looking at me. You've kind of got to be nodding your head when I say stuff. Like you've got to kind of be engaged. Dude, right. I, I, but I, I connect emotionally. I love that. Part awesome. Yeah. But when I'm doing audio interviews, man, I ask my question sometimes, I'm do 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 do. I'm off. I'm making my coffee over here in my corner. You know, I've got my Keurig machine over there. I'm doing that. I got my dog on the floor right there. I'm petting. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, he heard his name. Now he's stretching. 
So I'm fucking God and the person's napping away and I love it and I'm dial I'm listening, but I'm not like, having to be like here staring like at a you know video. Um, again, if I was doing one per day, uh, you know, uh, it's more doable, but anyways, I, you know, dude, you, uh, so I have a friend that has, they have around 16 million followers on, on YouTube. And, and I said, and when I met him, he had one only had 1.7 million. I said, how in God's name did you get there, man? He goes, we and he literally said the number 16 must be a magical number. He said, We did 16 videos every single day for three months. Well, 16. That's, that's, that's insane. Yeah, I get I, I did 16 interviews two days in a row for the entire month. So I was just having to basically dedicate that like 48 hour stretch to just going all out. Um, and Bro, then that's, I that's, that's insane. Berries and just, you know, so, you know, I, I, gosh, I normally save this for the end of the interview, but I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you right now. I mean, you've interviewed over 3000 people now, right? Um, what do you think in, in your opinion, what do you think is holding people back in life from, from success and joy, happiness, freedom? Yeah. Consistency. People are not consistent. You know, you have this inspiration. Um, you know, I I'm going to butcher this quote a little bit, but I, um, it's a quote, you know, that, that I think is Jack Canfield, or maybe it's, I think it's actually Brian Tracy, where he says, you know, you know, motivation, you know, is like showers. Like, you know, unless you're doing it every single day, you know, it's going to end up stinking. Okay. Like, like <laughs> you have to figure out a way to continue to do the thing, to continue to add value to people's world on a consistent basis. And again, running Podcasters Paradise now, um, the biggest podcast community in the world, you know, on a paid level. Like I see people that invest heavily in themselves and they're so excited about this podcast, this idea, this concept, this show, and they're off to the races and they do the thing. And then they have this thing that we call pod fade. They just fade and they're gone. And they had yep. such potential, such opportunity. They were meeting great people. They were networking, but you know, then something happens. Life happens. Maybe, you know, somebody cancels on them last minute and they get frustrated, or maybe, you know, they're, they're not seeing the numbers or the money that they were hoping to see at a certain, you know, made up time frame that they had set for themselves. And they just fade into the distance. And I see it over and over again. And the people who were successful when I started back in 2012. We're talking the Pat Flynn's of the world, the yeah. Amy Fields, the Lewis House, Gary Vaynerchuk's, Tim Ferriss's, all people you know who I've kind of come up with in this industry and become friends with over the years. Like they're still doing it. Why? Because they're still consistent. They're still producing great content. They're still doing it every single day. That doesn't mean doing an interview every single day or doing this, but they're doing something every single day that's of value. So that's what people are missing that aren't achieving the level of success. They're not maintaining that consistency. And that's the one thing that I can say 100% is the reason for my success doing, uh, producing and then releasing 2000 episodes in 2000 days. That was five and a half years, Monday, wow. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, seven days a week. That's the reason I've achieved the level of success I did. And by the way, in episode 2000, I said, hey, I'm changing things up now. You know, I've already been a multi-million dollar business at that point for five years in a row. You know, now we're eight years in a row. And I was like, I'm going to shift back to three days per week. And I did that. And then I was like, you know what? 
I feel like I can kind of bump it back up. So for most of 2020, we were four days per week. And now going into 2021, I'm going up to five days per week. Because guess what? It's my show. And I want to do more content. <laughs> and I love it. And that's the thing, though, is that I've maintained that consistency at first for 2,000 days in a row. And then I was very public and communicative with my audience saying, hey, I'm shifting to three days per week, but I'm taking more of a Ken Walls approach where I'm going to be going more in depth with the interviews. They're going to be longer. I'm actually yeah. calling them audio masterclasses where I really flesh out some deeper concepts. And I had a lot of fun with that. And I'm still doing that going forward now. And it's been a blast. <clears throat> You're a beast, man. I Bruce. mean, you are a beast. You know, that's I, I, Grant Cardone's favorite word, by the way. If you ever want to make Grant really happy, call him a beast. <laughs> he, loves it. he loves it. I had I had him on a live stream a couple months ago with uh he was talking about being on undercover billionaire. Uh, that he is he is a beast. But so so and and that you know it goes back to the consistency thing, you know, when 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 you see people coming in and, and it's called, what's the, what's the pod? I need to type that in a banner here. What's the, the, um, the podcast community oh, podcasters, paradise.com. Oh, it's a, I'm going to put it as a, as a scrolling banner. Cool. And that's your, that's your deal. Yeah, we launched it in 2013. We opened the doors to 35 people. And now we've brought in over 6,000 people in the podcaster's paradise over the years. And it is the biggest paid podcasting community in the world where we teach people how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. And of course, we have every tutorial that you need for all of those things. We have every template you need. But the most viable part of that community is we have an unbelievably active Facebook group that myself and Kate are, are in. Every single day, we're in this group. We're answering questions. We're providing support, providing guidance. It is such an active and thriving podcasting community. That's why people stay. Like We have a poll for people in Podcasters Paradise. And by far, the biggest thing that people choose is I joined for the tutorials because most people want to learn how to do it, which we get. But then yeah. they say, I stayed for the community because people want that community. They don't want to feel alone. Wow. And there's Steve Brister, man, part of the community, just on fire. Phenomenal community, he says. You know Steve? Yeah, oh yeah. It looks like he's actually in Puerto Rico with that picture right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, well, it sounds like I need to join. But I, so, so I only, only if you want to become a top level podcaster, otherwise you should not join. <laughs> I'm not doing too bad. I'm not at 3000 episodes, but, but well, what people say, they say, John, why should I move to Puerto Rico? I'm like, listen, you should only <laughs> move to Puerto Rico. If you want to keep the money you make, if you want right. money you make, if you want to give it to Trump and the government, Stay where you are, stay in California, you know, stay in New York, stay in, in the States. But if you want to actually keep the money you make and maybe like become the philanthropist that, you know, we all claim to want to become, yeah, keep the money you make, come to Puerto Rico, pay 4% tax, keep all the rest. And, uh, life is great. <laughs> so, so what was, when, when you were growing up, was there an influence in your life as a kid that, that kind of pushed you in the direction that, that you ended up going? No, there wasn't. And that's why I wasn't mm -hmm. an entrepreneur until I was 32 years old. Cause I didn't have that influence. I mean, I had little seeds that were dropped there. Like my father, 
was a lawyer and is a lawyer to this day. He yeah. hung his own shingle out um, when he was 28 years old and now he's 70. So, yeah. I mean, he's been running his own business for all of those years now. And so I saw like what it looked like to be your own boss. You know, I called him up at 3 p.m. Dad, I'm out of school. Come down to the park. Let's play baseball. And he would, boom, he'd be there. Like he, he didn't have to wait till closing time because he made those decisions and yeah. able to coach me and do all these different things. So I saw that value. But, you know, he had to work really hard because he's a lawyer. So I saw the hard work as well uh, attached to that. Yeah. But, um, I just didn't have that influence in my life at the time. And unfortunately, you know, I kind of grew up. Um, in the eighties, nineties, and I went to college in the late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. 98 to Oh two. And, you know, it was kind of before this whole, you know, really dot-com boom. I mean, I was, you know, by the time like the dot-com boom happens, I was already locked into being an officer in the army because I had signed a contract, you know, to, to, to serve our country. So yeah, I really just didn't have that entrepreneurial flame until I was 32 years old. And that's just how it was for me. And, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of um, mentor at an earlier age, but at the same time, you know, who knows what would have happened, you know, could have been a lot better, could have been a lot worse. So I'm pretty yeah. happy where I'm at in the world right now. So overall uh, life is good. So, so you, you ended up in the army. You Did you say at 18? So I um, signed a, contract or actually I should say I accepted a ROTC scholarship right. at 18. So I went to college on an army scholarship, which meant I was a cadet for four years while I was in school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was training to become an officer while just being a college student. And then at 22, when I graduated, I was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the U.S. Army. And then I spent the next four years, you know, getting promoted to first lieutenant. And then I got out as a captain. So where, where did boot camp come in? So Officers have something different than boot camp. Oh, do they? And we have what's called advanced officer training. And that took place up in Fort Lewis, Washington. And it was a, a three-week course between my junior and senior year of college. And then I went to Armor Officer Basic School, which is a year-long program in Fort Knox, Kentucky. And that's where I learned how to become like a tank officer. Wow. So, man, so you, is there anything else that you're doing as an entrepreneur outside of the podcasting world? So I <laughs> am doing authorship. I, I've just uh, yep. written and soon will be publishing my first traditionally published book, which I know we'll be chatting about in a little bit here. Yep. Which will be cool. Um, I've already self-published four journals. So they've, they've been a big part of our business for a while now. In 16, 17, 18, and 19 of 2000, so 2016 through 2019, those four consecutive years, um, I launched um, four consecutive journals. The first one was called the Freedom Journal, which is all about accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And I mm -hmm. launched that puppy on uh, Kickstarter. Thanks, Colleen. Appreciate the uh, appreciation. And in 33 days, that $39 journal generated $453,000 on Kickstarter back in 2016. So wow, was proof of concept that I, I, I asked my audience, what are you struggling with? I call my audience Fire Nation. So Fire Nation, what are you struggling with? You're my audience. You listen to my podcast. What are you struggling with? They said, 
we don't know how to set and accomplish goals. That was a very common response because they heard a lot of people on my show talking all about goals and how important goals are. Well, that's great, but how do you set a goal? How do you accomplish a goal? So I created that solution, how to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. It just resonated with my audience and, of course, with a broader audience. Wow. And you know, we've been crushing that, uh, that journal sales since 2016. A year later, I launched the mastery journal because I realized now that people are accomplishing their goals, now you've got to actually do the work. And so people were having to be more productive, disciplined, and focused. That was what was missing in a lot of people that had this big accomplished goal, but they were like, now what? And so I launched the mastery journal and that is all about um, mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. And that on Kickstarter did just under $300,000 in 33 days. A year later, I launched um, the podcast journal, which these are all available on Amazon too, um, which is how to create and launch a podcast in 50 days. And that's turned into be like this great eater, of course, in the podcaster's paradise, which has been super cool. And then just uh, last year, we launched the 100-Day Gold Journal, which um, is similar to the Freedom Journal for sure, um, but I want the traditionally published route there. So this is actually in Barnes & Noble. It's in Urban Outfitters. And it's in like different places, you know, stores like Anthropology, like that. So it's kind of cool where that kind of um, opportunity has kind of expanded my brands. Um, yeah, so podcasting, definitely like to, um, you know, write books and journals and, and do yeah. things along those lines. And that's kind of, you know, where my, my big focuses are right now. And, and, and that's a, a perfect segue. I would, I would love for you to, um, talk about the book and, and, and not just the book, but the, the prompting, cause I, I, I've written a couple of books and, and, and I know there was a moment when I wrote my first one, I was like, there was this moment where I'm like, I got to write a book. What was, what was that for you? I had that moment too, because for me, I felt like I was always learning and I still to this day am learning. Like back in 2012 and 2013, 2014, I was learning so much from every one of these interviews that I was doing with these successful entrepreneurs. I mean, every one of them was my mentor. Yeah. Like I was learning from them. I was just learning from their failures, from their successes, from their strategies, from their tactics, from their obstacles, from their challenges. I was learning so much. And then I was able to take those learnings and 2014 was my first multi-million dollar year of revenue. And that's not gross revenue, that is net revenue. And that's something that we're actually very proud of as you can see that right on our website at eofire.com for 88 months in a row now, we have published a monthly income report. And that monthly income report details out every dollar we've earned and how we've earned it, every expense we've incurred and what exactly that expense is. And for 88 months in a row now, my business has netted over $100,000 a month, sometimes as much as four to $500,000 a month, sometimes as little as, and I don't mean little by little, but sometimes 125K a month, but it's always been 100K or more net profit every wow. single month. Really very lean net profit focused business. Um, so this is kind of a longer way of saying all these years I've learned from all these people I've interviewed. I've been able to take those learnings and turn it into a successful business for my own. And now I'm in my seventh year of running a multi-million dollar net profit business every year since 2014. Yeah. And 
I sat back at one point this, this past year, it was about a year ago, and I said, man, I've interviewed 3,000 of the world's most successful entrepreneurs now. I've been running my own multi-million dollar a year business since 2014. And you know, I've created location independence, financial freedom, lifestyle freedom. And I know what it takes. I've been living it for seven years and I've continued to learn from people as I interview them five, six times every single week, releasing those episodes over 3000 times. And so I sat down and I said, there's something here, but let me flesh this out a little bit more. And I sat down and it was over one weekend. I came up with what I found were to be the 17 steps, which I turned into a roadmap to achieve financial freedom and fulfillment. Because there's one thing to crush it financially, but there's a lot of people who have, you know, broken souls and a yep. lot of money. So how do you achieve financial freedom, but also fulfillment? Because that's, to me, the sweet sauce. Because if you have both of those things, you're fulfilled in life, and you're financially independent, man, that's a great combination. That is a fantastic combination. And I just realized that like, you know what? Like a lot of people out there are trying to make this sound complicated. They're trying to make it sound like it's this really difficult, challenging, crazy, complicated journey. But the reality is I've interviewed 3,000 people now. And it's a common path that we've all been on, all 3,000 of us. And I can say us now because I'm one of these successful entrepreneurs and I have been for seven plus years. All of us have taken a very similar path, a very common path to achieve our version of uncommon success. And we all have different versions of success. Yeah, and That's when like the title just hit me. I was like, wow, that's it. The common path to uncommon success. That's what we need out there in this world is a very simplified strategic roadmap, a common path to achieve your version of uncommon success to again, get to that financial freedom and fulfillment. And so boom, had the book title, the common path to uncommon success, had the tagline, your roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. And then it was literally just one of those things where like the world conspires for you. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. And an, an agent emailed me. Her name is Celeste. And she reached out to me and she's like, John, I've been a fan of your show for a long time. I feel like you have a book inside of you. And I'm like, and I actually, I do. <laughs> Let me set up some, some calls with the big five publishers and let's see if we can get you a deal. And so like, it was a super cool experience over like the next five days. I, I, you know, had interviews and calls with all the big five publishers, Penguin, Random House, HarperCollins, yeah. yada, yada. And then boom, the bidding war started, you know, with the advances and all this different stuff. And I ended up locking in a publishing contract with HarperCollins. Um, and it's a fantastic team over there. And, and they've been so great. Um, and, and I've loved every part of the journey. I spent the first six months of 2020 just writing this book. The first two hours of every day, I wrote this book, and I handed it, I handed in the final uh, the first the first draft I should say um, in August, and it was seventy one thousand words, which is about two hundred and seventy five pages. So I mean, this is yeah. a book. Yeah. This yeah. is a business book. It's got meat in there, and that's what it is. It's the common path to uncommon success. It is a seventeen step roadmap 
to achieve your version of uncommon success. It's your financial freedom and fulfillment. And what I did was I, I, I brought on 17 different entrepreneurs whom I best felt exemplified each one of those steps. Mm. I've become connected with over the years. So, you know, chapter one is all about coming up with your big idea. So I sat back and I said, well, who, who's come up with a big idea that I respect? And I said, well, wow, Hal Elrod and his miracle more. That was a big idea. Yeah. And so I started the chap, I start each chapter off with what is, what does it mean to have a big idea and how do you do it? So step, you know, like part one of chapter one is how to come up with your own big idea. Part two is how I came up with my big idea. Mm. And then part three is the contribution from Hal Elrod, who wrote the piece on how he um, identified and launched his big idea. And I did that for all 17 chapters. So we have Jeff Walker for launching. You know, We have Russell Brunson for uh, funnels. We have Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, Selena Sue. I mean, just like baller, awesome entrepreneurs. Remix. Wow for our financial chapter. And it's every single step in your journey, one step at the time to get to that 17-step roadmap. So this is the complete guide. And listen, we wanted to make this a no-brainer. Like we were like, how do we make this an absolute no-brainer? So we came up with five amazing bonuses for anybody that pre-orders this book before um, March 23rd. I'm going to, I'm going to people are asking for the link, man. I'm sitting here chomping at the bit. I'm going to put the banner up. Is that cool? Put it up, man. Uncommon success book. Somebody type that into the comments and put the www in front of it. So it's clickable. That'd be cool. Thank you for that. And yeah, yeah uncommon success book.com. And I mentioned those journals earlier. So one thing that we're doing that's, that's kind of blown people's mind because listen, you can buy those journals right now on Amazon. Yeah. $39 for the Freedom Journal, $39 for the Mastery Journal, $49 for the Podcast Journal. If you pre-order right now today, like if you pre-order this book on the Common Path Uncommon Success on whatever, you know, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, like wherever you want to yeah. pre-order it. If you pre-order it today, we are shipping you every one of those journals to your door. So we are literally packaging those books together. It's called the journal trio. What? And we're shipping those three journals to your door. Again, these are for people that are inside the US because we can't do international shipping. It's, it's just unfortunate, but we can't. But for people that are outside the US, we're giving instant and immediate full access to our digital versions of those three journals, which are beautiful. We, They're beautiful digital versions. I mean, they're you can write them in. It's beautifully well done. It feels like you have the actual book itself. But if you're inside um, the United States, we're literally shipping these physical journals to your door um, for free. Like that's just part of this package. And again, this is for like a $17, you know, pre-order of this book. Or if you go to the hardcover, I think it's $28. Dude, um, so uh, wait, I, that's, that, that's uncommon. It is. <laughs> This, hey, listen, this is not meant for us to say, hey, how can we maximize profit on this? Like, we've, we've been crushing it financially for years and years and years. This is about how do we get this book into as many hands as possible? And this is a way that we can do that. So that's just one of the five bonuses, by the way. There's four other bonuses. We can talk about them later at some point, but all the bonuses are awesome. Um, but, you know, that- Talk that about them. Let's talk about them now. So let's talk about the bonus, unless you don't want to. 
yeah, we can do it, man. You, yeah. we'll, we'll share of the uncommon success book.com and yeah, uh, I'll, actually I'll... scroll on down and we can kind of talk about the other bonuses that we have as well. And I can just tell you like, while, you know, Ken's going through doing that stuff is, you know, my goal with this book is literally for people to be able to gift themselves as well as loved ones. Like if you have, you know, a wife, a husband, a family member, a friend, and a mastermind group, like whatever it might be, like gift them the gift of financial freedom and fulfillment. So go ahead and scroll on down, Ken. You can see uh, this is just the actual page right here where you can yep. order now. And we also have amazing bulk buy options. So we got some great um, endorsements from Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Neil Patel, Eric and Mandy. Awesome wow. stuff. Keep going down. You'll see the uh, bonuses right below that. So bonus number one you can see is that uh, journal trio shipped to your door. And then if you're internet outside the US, it's going to be... Um, the digital version. We're doing a, a live ask me anything for bonus number two, where like just people that pre-order are going to be able to get on a live call with me and ask me any question they have about either the book or just life and business in general. Um, we're also, Kate and I did this um, 60 minute lost content um, MP3 recording where it's just Kate and myself. She's my fiance and business partner here at Entrepreneurs on Fire. Yeah, that's that's rec recent, wasn't yeah, it? I saw. Day. Christmas day. Yeah. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. And uh, we, we recorded this lost content episode where you can uh, get uh, behind the scenes of what my whole process was like, like in super detail. So for anybody that's thinking about ever traditionally publishing a book, like this is huge. Wow. Also, you're going to get um, bonus number four, which is the companion workbook. As you go through um, th this book, The Common Path on Common Success, it's only available for people who pre-order. Um, it's not going to be available after the launch dates on March 23rd. And then bonus number five is I'm actually video interviewing these um, contributors that I have on it. And these video interviews are only going to be available for people who pre-order this book. So, wow. These um, are I, bonuses that come from, again, like a $17 pre-order. <laughs> my wife's asking if she's, she's sitting in another room ordering it right now. I want both. She said, do you want audio or physical books? Uh, how about all of them? <laughs> Get it all. Yeah, and I do the audio version of my book as well, which I'm very passionate about. Like, I'm sure you would do that too, Ken, if you wrote a book yeah. going yeah. forward because, you know, people know you. They know your personality, and that's yeah. Um, One thing I think would be cool to talk about because this is something that I think a lot of people can incorporate in their own businesses. Go ahead in the upper right-hand corner, Ken, and click that bulk buy, learn more yeah. button. Um, and again, I think we can share this, you know, not sp specifically because it's going to be a fit for anybody watching this, but like, these are things you should be doing in your business to get people excited about hold, like what hold on. I, I have to, I have to switch. I, I didn't, I didn't share that. The, I shared oh, you just that tab. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let me, let me go back to, yeah, there. Now yeah. I have both tabs. And so now we have these reward experiences for people too. Whereas like, if you want to kind of go above and beyond, we have these amazing bulk buy opportunities, which again, I think people should be looking at this and saying, how can I incorporate this in my business? So like if you order 12 books, you're going to get um, access to a live virtual event. So this can be a virtual event with myself and some of the other amazing people will be doing presentations. Like again, it was Jeff Walker, Russell Brunson, ECAD, Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield. I mean, top entrepreneurs at this event. Um, and then if you order 30, 30 books, you're going to get obviously that live event, but you're also going to be getting my top two courses, Podcasters Paradise and Real Revenue 
for free. And guess what? Do the math. It's $100 a month to join Podcasters Paradise. You can get wow. 30 books for $575 that you can give out to your friends and family and, and, and mastermind and people you hang out with. And then you get $600 worth of Podcasters Paradise for free. Like it's literally like you're getting access to my course, which you are for free for six months. And then wow. you'll get a free copy of the audiobook. If you keep going down, Ken, we got some baller packages, you know, that keep going up. So for 75 books, you get 12 months of Podcasters Paradise, which is again, $1,200. So you get that. Um, so you're essentially getting Paradise for free for a month. So if you're ever thinking about podcasting, if you get 75 books, and by the way, for people like Steve, that's already in Paradise, you get comped for the next 12 months. So like starting today, you just stop paying for Paradise for a month and you get $1,200 back. And then wow. we, get, we get the Boom Shake the Room package where um, you get admission to a private six-month mastermind with myself Kate and just other people that order at that price point and above. So for 2,500 bucks, you're getting paradise for 12 months. You're getting that um, virtual event. You're getting a six month mastermind with me, plus a limited signed copy of the book. Keep on going down. This next one's baller. Entrepreneurs on Fire gets over a million listeners per month. If you order this, this next package, it's called the Who's Ready to Rock package. <laughs> you get 300 books, which is awesome. You get to be done with that. For five thousand dollars, by the way, if you do the math, like, like I'm actually again, I'm losing money. Like it's, I'm, it's, it cost me yeah. seventeen dollars to ship these books to people, these hardcover books to people. That's fifty four hundred dollars. You get a two hour one on one virtual strategy session with me, just one on one, plus an hour follow up session thirty days later. Plus, you get a feature spot on my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Which, by the way, every single person for three years now has paid. $3,500 to be a guest on my show. And it's a whole application process. We have a $3,500 non-negotiable appearance fee to be a guest on my show. And that's just how it's been. We have over 400 applications per month. So, you know, it's wow. just supply and demands. And that's part of the application process. And you get a feature spot for this. Because again, I'm trying to crush pre-orders. You can see two have already been taken of the five that are available because we're limiting that because, you know, this is a very limited opportunity of my one-on-one -on -one strategy time plus getting on Entrepreneurs on Fire. You go to the next one. Now we're talking Puerto Rico. I mean, you're going to be wow. able to down. We're going to fly you down to Puerto Rico. We're going to spend a day. We only have two available. One was actually just taken last week. So there's only one left now where you're coming out of Puerto Rico for a full day deep dive poolside here to my my. I hate, I kind of, I kind of cringe when I say mansion, but I mean like it's a mansion. Like I live in a mansion and it's amazing on the Caribbean here. It's beautiful. Um, and you get, a, of course, as you scroll down a little bit more, you get a feature spot on entrepreneurs on fire and everything else mentioned above 12 months of paradise, all the other things. And then the one, we only have one available for the next one, which go down to this one, Ken, this one's the baller package. This is a full weekend, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with me. There's one available. Um, you know, we buy you a first, we buy you a first class plane ticket down to Puerto Rico. You spend the whole weekend with me and, and Kate's, um, and we're actually allowing a couple to do this as well. So like a, a husband, wife team, or just a, a, a business partnership team. And you spend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with us. You get all the things that we listed there. Plus you get all the below things that, you know, we've already talked about above Jeez. all of those things below. Um, and, and why, like, say like, why am I doing this? Well, because we are using this great company called Givingtons where every single um, of these bulk buy pre-orders that happen, the day 
of March 23rd, Givington ships all the books out to all the people. And then guess what? We get credit for sales on that day on March 23rd. Yeah. And this is an opportunity for you to hit things like New York Times bestseller. Yeah. On, you can hit like Washington best, you know, post bestseller, like all those different things. So yeah. of course, like that's how you, you know, get notoriety for your book. That's how you get credibility. And our overall mission here, again, these packages, I'm losing money on every single one of these packages, period. I am losing money on every time. Like every time one comes in for like $5,000, I'm like, cool, but that just cost me $5,400. So, <laughs> right. But I'm excited because for, it's about the pre-orders is about the bulk sales. And that's where like in business. And I, and again, I want people to look at this, not just like, Oh, John's like just talking all about this, you know, the pre-orders and the bulk buys I'm talking about this stuff, but like, think about how much work and experience has gone into this and how yeah. do you do this on a launch of yours today, tomorrow, down, down the line. And like, how can you implement the strategies? Cause again, I didn't come up with all these ideas on my own. I've been studying other people's launches and strategies for years now, getting ready for this moment when it was my time and now going all in, in this manner. Dude, this is honestly, this is, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm, I'm a little bit in shock. Like, <laughs> this, this is brilliant. Thank brilliant. You. Brilliant. I love I this. So if somebody I'm sitting here thinking, okay, if I, if I order, I, you know, any of these packages, does it include everything that you talked about? Everything. It just keeps water falling down. So it includes everything. Wow. That, that is absolutely incredible, man. <laughs> Look, Jill, Ken would like to spend three days in Puerto Rico. <laughs> right. Come right. on, Jill. Jill, you can come too. All I say is make sure you're tan before you come because we will be poolside. That's awesome, man. So, uh, wow. I don't even know where to go from there. So, look, how much is the... Uh, let me go back here real fast. And and if I go to... um, For somebody that just wants to order the book, how much is it? Is it... Yeah, go ahead. You can click the pre-order now page. I mean... If you, well, yeah, you got to enter name and email, but essentially like you can go to Amazon too, and you can just like type in, you know, my okay. name, the book name, and it's going to yeah. be $17 for the Kindle, $28 for the hardcover. Um, and I think it's like, you know, 15 or 20 bucks for the audio book. So okay. Okay. Um, that's yeah. The price point of the pre-order and you can do it yeah. again, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, like Google, like we got them all. So it doesn't matter. You don't care where they, uh, by the way, I'm, I, as an Amazon, I have an Amazon store influencer store and your book is already in my store. I added it yesterday. So <laughs> I appreciate that. And we're going to do that Amazon live coming up too. Yeah. We'll do any, anytime you want. I, I'll do it every single day with you. I don't care. Wow. wow. Yeah, I, I mean, the, again, you already know this. It's about consistency, right? And, and, oh. and the more that you're in front of people and the more, the more you, you, you now have you, you found for those shows, is it better to do it um, when the book's available for pre-order or when the book's just available for purchase? I can't answer that because it's so such a new thing yeah. that, that I don't, I can't, I know on Amazon, I, I had Mark Victor Hansen and, and, and Crystal on, and I said, don't mention any external websites, man. Like Amazon. Oh, I will lock it down. Oh yeah. They shut, <laughs> they shut it down. 
because Mark brought up his book club. I'm like, no. And yeah, they I won't make that. I won't make that mistake. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, I love Mark. He's awesome. He's, He's one great. of my best friends. So, cool. um, so look, anybody watching right now, seriously, this is not, I've never used this show as a sales pitch, but I am going to use it today as a sales pitch. You have to go order this book right now. And if you, if you want to get in on some of these, like, for example, I teach, I teach some, some live streaming podcasting stuff, but I guarantee you that it, my stuff is really good, but it's not on your level. It's, I haven't hit your level yet, but like, this is incredible. Some of this stuff, if you order 30 books to give out to your friends, you could use it as you could use those 30 books as, as live stream giveaways and, and, you know, to get more attention. That's, that's what you want. You want more attention. You could order 75 books for you. I mean, (laughs) And the price, it, just do the math on that. I, I can't do the math for 75 books, but 75 times 30 is, what is that, John? Help me out. That's $2,250, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, so you're getting uh, $1,150 gets you 75 books that would cost you almost $2,200 if you paid full retail and all of these other bonuses. I'm just breaking it down here. Ken, I cannot believe that we've already been on for an hour. I mean, speaking of Jeff, I, I literally only do like 15 minute interviews, like wow, typically, because like I, I have one day per month where I just thanks, Jill, where I just book back to back interviews, just like I do for interviews on my show. For interviews yeah. on other shows, I'd go back to back 15 minutes, one day per month. I typically do 20 interviews one day per month on other shows. Of course, you came so highly recommended from Mark and other people. I was like, dude, I'll give this guy whatever he whatever he wants. And I'm just like, man, I don't know the last time I've done an hour interview because I'm just usually so tight with my timelines. Yeah, it's gone by so fast. It I think has, man. A, a can of worms. I might start doing this more often. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, you have so much knowledge. I, Jeffrey Gittimer is a good friend of mine too. He, I, he told me this morning, he's like, dude, ask him a lot of questions. He's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, I'm thinking no pressure. I don't know what to ask this guy. I know he is. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, look, man, an hour is, is like, this does yeah, not seem like it's been an hour. So well, I'm going off to do my next show and uh, thank you, dude, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, I, you being on having this much synergy in my next show. Don't, don't tell them though. thank you i really appreciate it everybody go to uncommonsuccessbook.com order the book john lee dumas you are amazing thank you so much man i appreciate you we will see you guys all tomorrow have a great day thank you appreciate you adios ken see you man bye-bye